What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 Hat 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Tuesday, April 14th. Here's what you missed while you were waiting on the damn internet to freaking work. Okay, so the governors of New York and California, they let us know that they were partnering up with their neighbor states to create a sort of coalition, let's call it. Together, they would open up their economies simultaneously, open up their travel and social distancing policies, etc. They, quote, agreed to let science, not politics, determine when to lift social and business restrictions. Any plan to reopen society must be driven by data and experts, not opinion and politics, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said shortly before announcing the move. He added, We will work together as a region. So you've got New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Delaware in the Northeast. California has teamed up with Oregon and Washington. And this makes sense as they all depend on each other and have tons of interstate travel on a regular basis. But Senor Trompito was not pleased. And when asked about it, let's just say he kind of blew up. I mean, the entire press conference he had was so ridiculous. I actually decided we're gonna play some highlighted clips today so first there's this back and forth between him and cbs news reporter paula reed who's pressing him on what the administration actually did during february you see he thinks everything we did was right and they played this whole propaganda campaign video beforehand showing how the media is all liars except the ones that worship at the altar of dt she then says to him what did your administration do in february for the time that your travel ban a lot a lot so then he says and in fact we'll give you a list what we did in fact part of it was up there we did a lot look look you know you're a fake yeah it gets better because then he was asked about these governor's plans to open up on their own time and this dude says when somebody's the president of the united states the authority is total and that's the way it's got to be and the governors know that yeah we must all now hail King Trumpito. CNN's Caitlin Collins pressed him on where he heard that that was even true. I haven't asked anybody. Because I don't, you know why? Because I don't have to. But who told you the president has the total authority? Enough. You go, girl. Cuomo was not having any of it. To say I have total authority over the country because I'm the president, it's absolute. That is a king. We didn't have a king. You damn skippy. I saw Hamilton. I know what's in store for the king. Boom, 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 Were you looking to feel more warm and cozy, or were you looking to get more on edge? Because it's edge time. I don't know. There's a couple possibly non-scary explanations for it, but it looks like our good friend Kim Jong-un is out there testing missiles again. Cruise missiles this time. Once from the ground, once from a fighter jet. And then I laughed because I was like, wait, North Korea makes their own fighter jets? And then I found out it was Russian-made. Damn Russians. Anyways, the missile made it about 93 miles before crashing in the sea. It's not like we have a pandemic or anything to worry about let's remind the world that the nuclear happy and sweetheart bestie of our prez kim jong wants to pop off missiles into the ocean so all right 
This could be for a couple possible reasons. South Korea is voting tomorrow for parliament, so maybe they're just trying to show off and remind the South Koreans that they still out here being stupid. It's also possible that it could be the birthday of Kim Il-sung, who's the founder of North Korea. It's definitely not them trying to shoot coronavirus out of the sky or something like that. I mean, that would never make sense. I mean, why? Because they swear that there's zero cases in their country. And honestly, there's no real way to tell. And if it did come in how hmm questioning face emoji okay so here's your monthly reminder to not reuse old passwords or use the same password on multiple websites see if you've been listening to this show for more than a week you'll probably guess that i'm not a huge fan of zoom now i think they have great camera compression the videos look solid i think they do really fast and easy background masking and they can handle a lot of people in a conference at once without degradation see i like them now i'm not a big fan of their security practices but none of this is fair to zoom right now they have their own issues to deal with what i'm talking about here is that it's been reported that there are about 500,000 zoom user accounts being sold on the dark web you know those websites that aren't exactly publicly listed anyways most of these accounts well they're just reusing old passwords from other hacks so for the love of god if you have a zoom pro account use a unique password change it if it's one of those passwords that you use on other websites sites and start using a password manager already most of them are free last pass dash lane my personal favorite one password hell even safari and chrome will offer to create and save unique passwords for you already it's honestly not enough to just add a new number at the end of your favorite word or phrase either use unique passwords save yourself some headaches in the future trust me okay so admittedly I know very little about Android phones. I'm pretty aware of the big players and a few of the Chinese models as well. There are some that always gather attention, either for being super expensive, radically different, or just plain popular. Others get attention for their crazy specs or crazy prices. OnePlus is one such phone maker that gets praise for low cost and big bang, especially in the cameras department. And today, the reviews of the OnePlus 8 and 8 Pro flooded every tech blog, so I think I had to at least let you know about it. So the OnePlus 8 starts at $700 and the OnePlus 8 Pro is $900. So not exactly as low cost as their previous entries, but still much cheaper than the Samsung S20 that starts at $1,000. And they stepped it up. So what do you get? Okay, Android spec time. They love their numbers. You get a Qualcomm Snapdragon 865 processor, 8 gigabytes of RAM, and 128 gigabytes of storage, plus an in-screen optical fingerprint sensor. And for an extra $100, you can bump them all up to 12 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of onboard storage. Okay, so what's different between them? All right, so the OP8 is a 6.55-inch screen. It has 90 hertz refresh and a 4300 milliamp hour battery and three rear cameras a 48 megapixel 16 megapixel ultra wide and the two megapixel macro camera that'd be cool for close-up shots the pro though it has a slightly larger screen i think it's like 6.7 but that screen has 120 hertz refresh rate that makes everything look buttery smooth when scrolling it also has four rear cameras one of the biggest features that's getting a lot of mention on the pro model is the wireless charging this is the first one plus device 
nice to have Qi charging. This model uses a new Warp Charge 30. Yes, 30 watts of wireless charging. I'm sure that's great for the battery. They're claiming 46% battery charge in 30 minutes wirelessly. That's pretty damn good. The cameras are also supposed to be pretty good compared to Samsung's S20. No fancy low light mode though. The 5G stuff though, that's all over the place. So if you're really thinking about one of these, just talk to your carrier rep and find out which model supports which version of 5G your carrier is doing. I'm telling you, it's all a mess right now. Hey, MKBHD, one of my favorite YouTubers, said it's finally a flagship for OnePlus and that's a good thing for Android phones in general, I guess. All right, that's my Android wrap up. Okay, this last story, I thought it was funny, so I'm going to share it with you. Amy Schumer wants to make sure that her kid is just not the butt of jokes when they finally end up going to school. Her son was born last year, and he was named after good friend comic Dave Attell. And they used his last name, Attell. But see, his first name is Gene. Quote, do you guys know that Gene, our baby's name, is officially changed? It's now Gene David Fisher. It was Gene Attell fisher but we realized that by accident we named our son genital <laughs> genital schumer said on her podcast three girls one keith <laughs> that's great and a good catch i wonder how long it took them to figure it all out and say it all out together <laughs> well going with david definitely saved them as they still honor their friend and it's also her father's middle name too good times well genital Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. Well, it looks like uh, Obama finally endorsed Joe Biden, even though Trump said there was a story why he wouldn't do it. So that's a thing that happened that wasn't worth the whole story. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I had to go out in the town today for some paper towels. And surprisingly, almost everyone in my little town had a mask on. I'm impressed spit guards at the register and people doing the social distance dance in the aisle and all that so good stuff man maybe we will beat this shit soon fingers crossed as always remember my people to stay focused proud and dedicated i got you with the news <laughs>